Hello and welcome. This is Limping on Cloud9. Thank you for downloading and listening. I am your host, Jonathan Nato. And as always, I am with, across the other side of the coast, Hamad Zaidi. Hey, Hamad, how you doing, man? I'm well. I'm so, so tired. But I'm well. I'm well. Nice, nice. I didn't get to sleep until 4.30 in the morning last night. And the only thing that got me to sleep is knowing that I was going to do this podcast with you four and a half hours later. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, that is brutal. Oh, man. So, well, all right. So what what else is going on, Hamad? What's going on? Well, today I wanted, you know, the last couple that we did were very limping. Yeah, yeah. So today I wanted to go a little bit beyond cloud cloud nine. Maybe we go to cloud ten for this one. Oh, here we go. This was a really, really, really fun one. So... Let me take everybody back to 2006. Mm. I was at the Cannes Film Festival in the south of France, in Cannes, France. Uh, My company, Lonely Seal Releasing, was less than a year old. I was in Cannes making contacts and trying to find movies to distribute. Right? Yeah. And I was at a really famous pizza restaurant that's still there. That's been there since World War II. The restaurant's called La Pizza. Mm-hmm. A really famous pizza restaurant. So I was there with a colleague of mine, and we're eating our pizza, and we look over across the room, and we see this elderly gentleman with, like, 12 to 15 gorgeous women around him, right? Yeah. And this guy was in his 70s, at least, and maybe his late 60s, but probably 70s. And these women were not women as in 35 to 40 they were young girls as in 18 to 22 yeah yeah right and as i'm looking over at this guy my colleague turns to me and says i've met him do you know who that is Ahmad? and i'm like who is it he's it's whoever he is he's really damn lucky <laughs> <laughs> but, but he goes he goes that's ron rice that's the founder of hawaiian tropic right okay and so we walked over, and Grant introduced himself, and uh, my colleague Grant introduced himself and said, hey, Ron, do you remember me? We worked on a, a project together years ago, blah, 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 blah. Um, Ron Rice was kind enough to invite us to sit down. Yeah. And it, and it was one of those invites to where, you know, we weren't invited to sit down and feast with him for like six hours. Right. We were just invited to sit down for a couple of minutes, say hi, and then be on our merry way, Right. So, so as the conversation was wrapping up, Ron looks at – it's funny how UCLA allows so much fun for my life. <laughs> as I'm about to leave, Ron looks at my ring and he goes, is that a UCLA ring? And I said, yeah, it is. And he goes, you know, my 16-year-old daughter is very interested in going to UCLA. Could you and I schedule a time to meet separately and talk about it? Right. Sure. And and I told him, of course, because I also told him I actually taught at, at UCLA's summer producers program for three years. Mm. And and I'm really, really very close to the school still. Yeah. So I, I love my alma mater. So I, I told him, I said, yes, I actually taught in the film school for a bit. I still lecture there on occasion. I'd love to help. So we have a great lunch. Um, not that, not then, because we had to leave, but Ron and I had a great lunch a couple days later. And then he said, look, I've got a a couple houses in Malibu. I know you live in Los Angeles. When I'm out in Malibu next, let's have a proper lunch. So the next month, 
he came out to California. We had lunch at Duke's on the ocean in uh, Malibu. Mm. You know, he took me to his house after, which he doesn't live there. He had that house at the time just for Hawaiian Tropic models who could come out to Los Angeles, stay at the house while they were getting modeling jobs. Okay. Right? So after lunch, he asked me, he goes, what are you doing in September? <laughs> right? <laughs> and, and I told him, I said, well, in September, I'll be at the Toronto Film Festival and, uh, you know, some other things. But why do you ask? And he smiled and said, how would you like to be a judge at the Hawaiian Tropic U.S. National Beauty Pageant? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, OK, yes, absolutely. So, I, I, I'm assuming it didn't take too much thought. Like. <laughs> No, no. You know, it's funny. It didn't take too much thought at all, but it was at a time where I was already preparing to ask my wife to marry me because we were we weren't even engaged yet. Oh man, okay. So, so <laughs> as, as I'm saying yes, I'm like, well, you know, the actual event is after the time that I think I'm going to ask Shahina to marry me. So I hope I hope she still lets me go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and to, and to be honest, I kept on thinking in my head. Should I wait to get engaged after this just in case she says, no, I don't want you to go? <laughs> well, I didn't do that. I didn't do that. So flash forward um, a month and a half, and I'll, we'll talk about the engagement some other time. But before this actually happened, I did get engaged. Nice. Okay. So, so three weeks after I got engaged... Me and Grant, my colleague, he was also invited to come with me. Hey, hang on. So, so, so did she know about this event before you proposed to her, or did she learn about it after you had proposed to her? No, she knew about it before. Okay, as soon as, okay. I, got, as, soon as I got back from Cannes, I said, hey, sweetie, I'm going to be a judge at the Hawaii <laughs> Tropic Beauty Festival, right? The beauty pageant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and she's like, you're kidding me. And I'm like, no, no, I'm going to. And she's like, okay. So... <laughs> So, yeah, you're right. I told her right away, so I had a precedent. Right? Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so Grant and I go to Hawaii. It was at the Turtle Bay Resort in North Shore. And, it, of course, it was a blast. It was a lot of fun. But that's not the part of the story that's really intriguing. As, as you know, because you and I speak a lot, Jonathan, I'm an enormous Lakers fan. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, I have season tickets now, but I've been a Lakers fan since I was, you know, since I could walk, right? Yeah. And and to be honest, I think I became a Lakers fan the year that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar became a Laker. Mm. So I think that was like 1979-ish. I could be wrong, but around that around that time. So just keep that filed in the back of your mind. Okay. So we check in, beautiful room, beautiful resort. And then we get our package, our judge package. And my favorite thing is this um, this uh, judge badge, which is a metal badge that says, you know, 2006 U.S. judge. And it's got – it's on a, a shelled necklace. Mm. So basically, if you wore that around the resort, all of the models knew you were a judge, right? And you got treated really well. <laughs> <laughs> and it was actually – a really fun social experiment because when I kept the um, the judge badge in my pocket, of course they walked right by. Right, me they, they, they to, yeah, they didn't want anything to do with you. Right, and then the second you put it on, they're like, "Oh, you're a judge. Can I tell you where I'm from and what I do?" Blah blah blah. 
right? So that was fun. But the most memorable part of that trip was the first day all the judges were sitting in a room, and there were 37 judges. Oh, wow. So we go to this room. Everyone's facing forward as Ron Rice, the founder of Hawaiian Tropic, goes over all the rules and regulations for the weekend. And then at the end of his little intro, he says, I'd like everyone to go around the room and introduce who you are and what you do, right? Yeah. So everyone's saying, I'm president of this, or, you know, I created Baywatch, blah, 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 right? Yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> they get to me, and I'm like, yeah, my, my name's Hamad. I just started a international film and distribution company this year. Well, actually, it would have been the previous fall, but... The, the company was only turning a year old at that time. Okay. Right? And, um, you know, just gave him my spiel. And then the next person who was sitting behind me, so I couldn't see him. Yeah. The second that person opened his mouth, my heart sunk because I thought, oh, my God, I'm sitting 12 inches in front of somebody I've always wanted to meet. Right? Oh, man. And, so, so the person behind me, when it was his turn, just very confident, very simple, he just said, hello, my name is Jerry Buss. I own the Los Angeles Lakers. Oh, my goodness. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's Dr. Buss, right? <laughs> but as I've said before in podcasts, I don't, like, I don't do autographs and I don't freak out, but I just like meeting people. Yeah. Right? So I waited for the whole thing to be finished. And then I walked up to Dr. Buss, the late Dr. Jerry Buss now, and um, just said, excuse me, I don't mean to disturb you, but I'm a season ticket holder. And the second I said that, I mean, he was nice anyway. Yeah. When I told him I was a season ticket holder of the team that he owns, he was really nice. Yeah. So I'm not going to – this isn't a story like uh, Carl Durrell's or um, – or Walt Hazard's, where I kept in touch with them and we remained really good friends and saw them a lot. Yeah. To be honest, that was the only weekend that I actually hung out with Dr. Buss. Okay. You know, but there was a, his right-hand man, um, Ed, Ed Kelly. I, I still know Ed because Ed still works for the Los Angeles Lakers. Okay. But he was there with his, um, with his right-hand guy. He was just really gracious and then the most amazing thing happened, Jonathan. You know, I'm walking around this resort, and, and just to give people an idea, I swam with turtles. Right? Oh, man. <laughs> well, I can't say I swam because I can't really swim, so I'll say <laughs> I flopped around with turtles right? in, in water not too deep so I couldn't drown. So I flopped around with turtles like big tortoises. Yeah, yeah. And hung out with the... Um, with the 102 models that were vying to win it. And you know what's, what's interesting about it is the... Man, I just lost my train of thought. My train of thought just went out the window. <laughs> but um, I will say this as I'm... Oh, oh, I got it, I got it, I got it. I'm walking around the resort thinking, no one's ever going to believe this. Right? No one is going to believe that little Hamad was one of the judges for the 2006 Hawaiian Tropic U.S. Finals beauty pageant. No one's going to believe it. Right, right. And then on the second day I was there, 
I'm around the pool and I hear my name, right? And I and I turn around and oh my God, it is Tim Rayner, Timothy Rayner, somebody that I went to grade school with, like grade school, junior high, and high school. Just randomly there. Randomly there because Tim was a pilot for American Airlines. Yeah. And and his uh, one of his best friends was a photographer for Playboy. Yeah. So his best friend needed to be there to try to recruit, right? Oh, and, I see, I see, okay. And, and Tim, being a pilot, flies for free. Right. So Tim was there. Man. And, and I turned around, and I saw Tim Rayner, and I thought, oh, my God, it's Tim Rayner, right? And we hung out for a little bit, and we caught up. But all I could think is, man, he's from Oblin Park, Kansas. He grew up with me. That guy is going to tell this story to people. Yeah, so totally. I tell people that <laughs> this is an experience I had. I've got somebody from their hometown backing the story. Yeah, uh, yeah, that that's hilarious, <laughs> man. Just like I, I mean, <laughs> the the odds of that are so hilarious because it's just like you couldn't have put that together if you tried. No, 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 I couldn't. And you know, that's why I wanted to mention this story in the sense that you can't make this stuff up. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, it, it's crazy. And also another angle of this whole story, because one thing we haven't talked about are the actual models yeah, you know, and, and the, the young women that were vying to win this. And I'm not going to lie, I cannot remember her name, but I clearly remember who won it. And I'm always telling friends and family that just be yourself, right? If yeah. you're just yourself, you will shine. Right. And... This young woman, all these women are like, I want to be, you know, an actor, or I want to be a model, or I want to be on the cover of Vogue, blah, blah, blah. And so this young woman came up to the podium, and the judges asked her, what do you do if you don't win? And you know what she said? Mm. She goes, she goes, I'm going to be a plumber. Right? <laughs> and we're like, What? <laughs> and, she, and, and this is exactly what she said. She goes, my daddy's a plumber, and I have my license. I've been working with him since I was a kid. So if this model thing doesn't work out, I'm going to be a plumber. Huh, no kidding. And, you know, she won. She won the whole thing. <laughs> and partly why I think she won, Jonathan, is because we remembered that. You know it's yeah, how you remember? Totally. You know, when you... When you meet somebody, there has to be something about them that stands out for right. you to remember them. Right. Right? And instead of being afraid to tell people that she was a licensed plumber, she wore that badge. I right? wonder, I, I wonder too, if she was like one of those girls where the, like her friend's like, you should, come on, you should sign up for this. Like they probably found like, we you know, <laughs> how to be part of this contest. Well, like, you should sign up for, oh, I don't know, you know. And she probably got like talked into it and she's just like, fine, yeah. whatever, I'll do it. You know, if she ever... Here's this podcast, and I apologize for not remembering her name, although I probably could have looked it up. But if she ever hears this podcast, we'd love to have you on. It'd yeah, totally. Fun to catch up. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, I just wanted to uh, share that moment. I don't really know if I learned anything from that trip, although I did learn one big thing from that trip. Can I share? Oh, yeah. I learned that I was marrying the most amazing woman on planet Earth. <laughs> <laughs> any, any woman... That would get engaged and then three weeks later allow her fiance to go to Hawaii for four days, 
and judge 102 of the most beautiful young women in, in like America. bikinis and stuff. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Man, um, so what, what else happened with? Uh, I mean, did you have any more conversations with uh, Jerry Buss other than you know at that in that in that conference room or? Well, no, I did. Yeah, we we hung out a couple times at the poolside, mm. just catching up. And here's the weird thing with that: over the years, I would always send messages to him through Ed because I still know Ed really yeah. well, and and Ed would send messages back to me through um, through him. But to wrap up that this whole experience, uh, a few years later, when he actually passed away, and I can't remember the year, uh, many years later, none of <coughs> years later. I think it was 2012, 11, 13, in that area, in that time frame. When Dr. Buss passed away, I was invited to his funeral. Now, I wasn't invited because I met him in, in um, Hawaii. I don't think so. I think I was invited because certain season ticket holders got invites. Oh, okay, okay. Right? Yeah. So it was uh, just an amazing way to say goodbye. Yeah. Because it was at the Nokia Center, which is now the Microsoft Center. Okay. Which is, you know, right across from Staples Center. Yep. In the same complex. And every enormous A-list sports athlete that had any connection to the Lakers was there. Oh, wow. Right? And it was uh, it was really beautiful and wonderful. I still have the program from it. And, you know... That might even be one of the pictures we put up for this podcast because there's a picture of me standing in front of that center uh, when the display behind me is Dr. Buss's funeral. Mm, mm. Right? So it wasn't his actual funeral. It was a, a service. Like a remembrance. The, a, rem- a remembrance for the Lakers family. Okay. Right? Huh. You know what's you know interesting, too, about even just, you know, it, it, although it was your friend... Um, uh, Grant that did it, but it, it's kind of the same example of how you, you know, when you approached, um, uh, man, his name's for the slip of my mind, the, the USCLA football uh, coach, when you approached, oh, Carl Durrell, yeah, when you, Carl when you, when you, you know, I mean, you didn't know it was him, but you approached him in the airport, and just like your friend Grant was like, hey, I, I, I know that guy, like, most people would have been like, yeah, he wouldn't even remember me, it was like this thing we did, and then most people would be like, I'm not going to bother him. But because your friend Grant was like, hey, let's go say hi. Like, well, no, I mean, Grant's a real competent guy. Yeah. Yeah. He worked, he worked with me for five years. He's a really competent guy. So he just walked right over and and politely said hi. Yeah. Yeah. But it is funny through all this. It's funny how these stories, regardless of what state they take place in or regardless what time frame they are, Mm. it's it's funny how many things in my life lace ucla in with it because yeah yeah if 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 ron rice had never seen it's kind of funny think about this if ron rice the founder of hawaiian tropic had never found out that i went to ucla he never would have asked me to lunch exactly right because he wanted to talk about his daughter going to ucla yeah yeah he never would ask me to lunch I never would have been invited to North Shore to be a judge of a Hawaiian Tropic. Therefore, it's likely that I would never have met Dr. Jerry Buss. Right. 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 So all of those things were tied into me going to UCLA. Yep. Yeah. Which is why I always tell UCLA that um, if I ever have to make a choice, not hopefully I never will, but if I ever have to make a choice of 
which season tickets I keep, those UCLA tickets or the Lakers tickets. Um, I'm keeping the UCLA tickets. There you go. <laughs> no, that's, so, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah so I, gu- I guess I guess we're time. yeah I guess we're getting ready to slide into the home home plate here. So you want to let people know how uh, they can get a hold of you? Yeah, yeah, they can. Um, they can get a hold of me at Hamad at HamadZadi.com, uh, or just go to my website HamadZadi.com. Please feel free to reach out to us on um, God. What is it? Why am I blanking today? Today I'm blanking a lot. That's what four iTunes. hours of sleep will do to you. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, you want you want to give them the rest of the information. Yeah, yeah. So go go to iTunes. Please leave a review. It totally helps us out, um, and and it's greatly appreciated. It shows us, you know, who's listening, what what you like, what you don't like, and so reach out to us, leave reviews, uh, get a hold of Mon. He will get back to you. You know, so if you got any questions, you know, or, or anything like that, or maybe something you want him to expand more upon, I'm sure he'd love to hear from you. So. Uh, do all those things, you know, share it on Facebook, you know, tweet us on Twitter, all those uh, fantastic things. If you have Tumblr, I mean, there's so many social media networks now, I can't remember them all. So whatever your favorite choice of social media network is, please share the podcast. And, uh, you know, we thank you for listening. We thank you for downloading. And we will talk to you all next episode. See ya.